had so much pulse on in my life. This just into the Survivor SA Newsroom. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of. Can we get this right today? T. N. Oh. Not too bad. Not too bad, Sean. I think it's the first time we've actually executed this right amongst the <laughs> what over the the last six episodes we've done. Am I right there? Yeah, I think so. Right in time As for the person end, yeah. behind the scenes, I'd say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're getting to you, Warren. We haven't introduced you yet, so let's just calm down. Everybody in the comments, we've got Mr. Pongo Three Chains. He is the man who put our little intro track in the beginning of the show. So thank you very much, sir, for your contribution to this season. We've got Dylan Faree in the house. We've got Cassidy Miller in the house. And we've got Alex. Let's go. This is officially the last episode of TNO for this season. Because why? Yes, Survivor SA ended last week. But before we kick on, we've got... Our stone-faced Sean Gilbride in the top right-hand corner. You know him. The heart. Dante's heart or Don- Dante's soulmate or I don't know what doppelganger, whatever you want to call him. And then at the bottom, at the bottom here, yeah, we've got the Warren. The Warren that owes everyone a half a skull that people have been asking for. <laughs> We're not sure if he did one for today's show. But we just want to say that this is a show that we put together for the fans, for the diehards. And we do it at no expense other than our time. And Warren is a massive, massive contributor to the show. So all the beautiful animations that you see, he is the man. So put a round of applause together for, for Warren Pereira there. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, gentlemen, you saw this week. It was a crazy week. We've got a couple of five skulls running around there based on what the comments are in the story section of TNO. What are your overall thoughts with regards to the week in focus? Sean, you want to go? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it was it was different. I don't know. It wasn't wasn't what I expected. Or uh, well, maybe just the final episode wasn't what I expected. You know, but um, it was a it was a good week. I still think last week was maybe better or more exciting. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good a good ending. I think. Yeah, just in case anyone is wondering, don't get too carried away because Sean is that guy that's going to pop the balloon and just bring you back down to earth. Warren, where's your head at? Um, I would I would agree to a point with, with Sean in terms of it was different. I didn't expect what happened. What Actually, what, what clicked in my brain was I completely forgot this was shot during COVID. So yeah. the ending stuff that happened kind of caught me off guard because I didn't understand why they were pushing and things were happening so fast and the way they came together. And then I was like, Oh yeah, my brain cells all stopped working. I was like, it was COVID. So they had to change it up. But I would, I would disagree with him in the fact that last week was better than this week for a few things. But yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. Well, well, we'll get stuck so was that, that the reason, right? Thanks. So, so just in terms of, uh, I suppose we'll, we'll get into it a bit later, but when was the shot exactly? Do you know? 
Yeah, it was shot from, I think it was December time and ended roughly, obviously, it was 39 days from then. So end of Jan, Feb, or it was beginning of Jan. It was in that time frame. Okay, so okay. So in January, winding, we were coming back down, into I like guess. a wave. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, <laughs> on that note, gentlemen, you know, we normally <laughs> kick off. We normally kick off with an icebreaker. To be perfectly honest, in the comments, I haven't prepared one today, largely because I was caught off guard with regards to how the season ended. So if you want to put an icebreaker in the comments, we will ask the gentleman this question. But just going back to the weekend focus, obviously we had four big players coming into the situation. We had the, the outcome that is Dino seeing himself as the super fan winning a season of Survivor, not just any season. We're going to talk about arguably one of the greatest seasons that LaRue and the crew have put together. But in terms of how we got there, and in terms of the production, in terms of everything else, Warren, what are your thoughts in terms of Dino's journey in particular? I guess it's, it's difficult. Um, it, I, compared to the previous season, if I link obviously to that one, uh, yes. obviously it's, it's head and shoulders above because he didn't make it very far in the previous one. And I think um, he, as he said near the end of, the, of this week, or at the end of this week, the stuff that he spoke about, I think he hit, hit it on the mark. He, he, he came in uh, expecting if he plays this way, this one way, you know, doesn't befriend too many people, sticks to his stuff, it's going to work in his favor. And it uh, clearly didn't. And now he came in getting a second opportunity and almost rectifying the errors he had before uh, to, for a large part. And yes, there were things that worked in his favor unexpectedly. But I think in terms of his, his almost said physical game, his actual gameplay in terms of socializing and strategy and figuring out how to put the idols here and there and whatnot, definitely way better than what he did last season. Uh, he's, he's the puzzle master, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Worked out better in this case because he didn't <laughs> do many laughing. puzzle wins. Didn't do yeah. many puzzle yeah. wins. So exactly. No, that's why I was laughing. Like, <laughs> I thought, um, you know, I thought some of those challenges yeah. were, were set up just for Dino to win them, and he, he lost <laughs> almost all of them. Yeah, but I suppose that's why it worked. That's why I'm saying it actually worked out in his favor, surprisingly, because he had to change his game where yeah. before he was relying purely on everyone will keep me in a sense because I'm going to win these challenges and that kind oh, yeah. of stuff, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, from, from your there we go. We've so your opinion, Sean? <laughs> My opinion was, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, I was thinking about that, like, okay, now I got Claudia's name right on my forehead, but I'll, I'll continue. Anyway. <laughs> I'm back. back. <laughs> Sorry, just making sure everything is all right. Yes, no, Sean, yeah, yeah, from your perspective, I mean, you called, you called Dino being the winner a couple of weeks ago. You like the car curse, what, 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 and he was your winner pick. So, I mean, what made you have this foresight that everyone else, or I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people in the comments also predicted this, but in terms of your opinion, why did you see this coming? I think it was twofold. I think uh, one, firstly, I think it was based on me really not wanting Marion to win. So I like I was just ma hoping maybe Dino would win. Um, and secondly, <laughs> I think I think his his relationships uh, that he was building, like you, you know, no matter no matter how hard people were pushing that he was a, a big threat. You know, Dante leading the charge, saying we need to get Dino out, like. Pre-merge, he was saying to these oaks when he finished that that one stacking puzzle, he, that he was pointing it out to people um, that he's a big threat, and it just seemed like no matter what, the, he he built um, good enough relationships with the people that kind of weren't really in his alliance, 
um, outside that no BS alliance. And then they like like Merrill and, and Marion that they didn't want to vote him out, even when Dante really wanted to get him out. So that's why I thought, you know, he's got a he's got a big um, he's got a great chance of winning. I mean, yeah. Also, it did see when he. I don't know when it when he hosted the the viewing party. You, me too. I thought okay. Well, he must have done pretty well. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. You wouldn't really uh, like if you've done badly. You're not going to be hosting you're not everyone throw a party. to come over. Let's everyone come over look and see how terribly I I did at Survivor. You know, I'm the super van who, who got voted out in the first like week. So I was pretty sure he did relatively well. Uh, you know, like I said, I didn't know how far that went, but um, it, it seemed like his gameplay was was really good. More obviously, strategically, he's really good. He knows the game very well, but it seemed like the relationships that he was forming a even a few weeks ago, yeah, really served yeah. him well. Sure, well I, I mean, said that to Claudio today. Sorry, Claudio, I said to yeah. you today. All the hostings and stuff they did now made a little bit more sense with some disposable income that now was present. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, and on that disposable income and on that note, let's talk about the the big point that we always talk about in the show, and it is called what, Warren, you know this very well, seeing as you are in the background all the time, and you have put this thing together. Whoops, shit. Mm. Golden Spear, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy. It is time yeah. for the Golden Spear. Obviously, we had four contestants this week. Um, I went down to the wire. We know Dino won it, but does that mean he deserves the Golden Spear? And before you say yes in the comments, let's really think about this and unpack everything clearly before we make a final decision. Sean, you are nodding your head. Why, sir? Who are your nominations? Let's hear it. No, I think it should be Dino. I mean, that's the final Next week. question. Warren, let's go down to you. Yeah, exactly. See what else you got there. Yeah, no, we, okay, okay. Yeah, sure, next, continue. Yeah. No, next section. That's it. No, I'm joking. Um, you know, I, think, uh, I mean, I, 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 I saw, I saw a few people saying Marion. I don't know how you could give it to, to anyone else, but Dino. I mean, okay, obviously the, we we're doing the week in focus or, or this week, but you know he won it. He took, you know, he took the holiday. He took the car. Like, you know, what more Has was there to win? Favorite? Has that been announced? I was I also curious so. about that. I was going to ask that later. Like, who they didn't seem. I saw there was. I saw something on Mnet that you could vote, but then in the final episode they didn't vote because I was hoping my pick for fan favorite of Phil would have won. <laughs> Olankos is saying Dino's <laughs> fiance deserves the golden spear. Um, but Sean, yeah, let's unpack it. Why, why does he deserve it exactly? If you've got to pinpoint this week, because again, it is for the week. We know he's won the entire season, so arguably he deserves that. But for the week in particular, what did he do correctly? I mean, I think in terms of building that relationship with with Marion and and seemingly Shane, something that that Phil didn't do. Phil didn't. He seemed. To, he, I don't know. He didn't seem to have a good relationship with Shane. So when they got to final four, all Dino really had to do because he had built those relationships was make. Sure, obviously, that is quite a difficult thing to do. Was to make sure Phil didn't win that challenge. Obviously, being him dominating the challenges might have been a bit difficult, but that's. Yeah. He had like, you know, all he had to do, Phil didn't win the challenge. And then it seemingly set in stone that um, that, he, that he was going to be taken to final three. Then I didn't, I didn't actually know that, but uh, seemingly Dino did that all final challenges are endurance. So, um, I mean, if he lost that, it would have been horrendous. He's against some 
small girl and old man um like if he like he, he once once it was sure Phil was going to be voted out I was sure Dino was going to win it because yeah he, uh, uh, but he, but, he, but to be fair Sean I think in even the the people I was watching with they were like this I understand the endurance sort of challenge always comes right at the end it's always the one that is the decider for someone who takes anyone with them but from a Marian perspective it is very very difficult for her to compete in this and I don't want to say like she can come on and saying, yeah, maybe, you know, she felt she had the right to compete. But I think when you're looking at the 39 days in a whole, I do think she is at a disadvantage with regards to the challenge, personally speaking. I don't know if that's a, a feel that this you guys specific have specific challenge? Yeah. The specific challenge or just challenges? Why did no, you feel no, that's that specific challenge. I think like it's that challenge was gearing up for a person with an upper body strength. Um, you've already spoken to the fact in terms of a size being smaller. I think Dino, in his case... He had stronger legs, so he was able to really push up and, and you know, use that to his advantage. I don't know. Maybe she's lighter. Yeah, I was going to say lighter. that. In, in terms of weight, yeah, she might not have stronger arms possibly, but weight-wise, she is better there in that section. If you notice, in the uh, probably the first one, obviously they cut it up, but first, say, 10 or so minutes of that challenge, yeah. she didn't move. Once she slit her legs there and everything, she didn't shift. It was Shane and Dino trying to move around. Uh, getting, you know, that kind of thing. Obviously, once it tilted and her more uh, pressure went onto her upper body, then you saw the change. But if it, let's just say it stayed at 40 degrees, 45, she probably would have taken it just because, at least from what I could tell. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think, I don't think she had a massive disadvantage because, like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but like, none of those oaks are exactly in peak physical conditions. Um, like, if, <laughs> if she was against, if she was against like a, yeah. a Dante or, or maybe like a Tejon, yeah. like they all three of them would have been at a massive disadvantage or, or even Phil. Somehow Phil was really yeah. good at endurance for, for some unknown reason. Um, but, but, you know, I don't, I, although I, th although like once, once Dino said it was an endurance challenge, I was sure he was going to win it because um, it, it just didn't seem like in the other challenges, Shane and Marion had, come even close anything sort of endurance related or anything physical they'd struggled so much that he had put himself in a in a great position but then having said that that's also maybe why phil was a much easier choice because i'm yeah. almost sure he would have won that challenge like so if it's a choice between dino and phil and and you know uh, then you know that endurance is coming up then you kind of have yeah. to go dino you can't you can't let phil in there because then you've got to hope he takes you where um, I think Marion and, and, and Shane were, were more set on Dino taking them. Yeah, and um, we've got Oded saying, yeah, he thinks uh, he doesn't think she was. Hanging is always more geared to, towards females as they carry a lot less weight. And that's similar to what you were saying, Sean. Warren, in terms of your opinion this week, I know so obvious candidate here, Sean's jumped the start here, Dino. Your opinion, what do you think? Yeah, look, uh, uh, so it's ultimately, yes. It will fall to Dino based on everything. Uh, I would have probably said um, Marion if Dino hadn't won the last challenge. Yeah. Then I so even she if would she would have won. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying if she. Yeah, then I would have given it to her just from the fact it was the be all and end all in a sense. That yeah. as much as it's the deciding factor the week the episode before that solidified, for example, his complete game navigating everything all the way through and literally taking the one that he almost 
picked himself as a winner, basically, in a sense, uh, yeah. with the jury and everything. That's, so I'd fall to that. But otherwise, it would be Marion. I wouldn't pick Shane, even though my Twitter screen grab picked Shane. Uh, I probably <laughs> wouldn't have chosen him in the end. I think, look, I don't know, I'm I just going to throw it. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sean. No, no, no. I, I was going to, sorry, I, I don't even let you speak. I would say, <laughs> I would almost say Shane has a better, better shot at winning my Golden Spear than, than Marion. I mean, he, 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 you could see, and I, and I don't know why he picked yeah. that one, maybe just maybe just to get full out, but, you know, he, he really tried on that on that challenge, and it was very physical, and uh, the, sorry, the challenge he won, not not the one, uh, not the final one. That that one that ended with a puzzle. It was a physical challenge with a puzzle. He he had it in him that he had it, he wanted to win it. He went out and won it. He then uh, he then obviously voted full out, so he, he put himself in better position for the endurance challenge that they all knew was coming. And then, I mean, you can you can argue maybe because he didn't play. Uh, his game or his game wasn't as good as Marion. That's why he got taken to final two. But you know, he won the challenge, got full out, got taken to final two. I think that's a better week than than marrying Marion having lost challenges and and not making final yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. and I think point. I mean that's that's the name I want to throw out. Here. Just look, is he going to win the Golden Spear? No, he's not going to win the Golden Spear. But I do think it's important to note, and it's a conversation we need to have. Yeah, and also amongst the comments, largely because Shane. He starts the season. He gets a massive shock of his life. He thinks he's going to play it like swinging the gun in the wild, wild west like he did in the previous season, calling the shots, making the shots. Doesn't quite do that. He changes drastically. And arguably in this situation, if he hadn't won that challenge in full head, he might have been the casualty there and, you know, not taking any risks. He wins the clutch challenge for his game. And then he goes back to doing the business that he does. And that's lying you know, subterfuge, under, to his point, you know, underlining himself, not being too much of a threat, letting people want to take him to the end. Now, the conversation I want to ask or the, the sort of argument we need to discuss is, yes, he goes to the end according to that strategy. And we've spoken goats versus not goats and and and. Dino clearly the stronger player. But if Shane puts a different argument, if he has more to his game, it makes it seem a lot more intentional as to rather than just trying to survive and be a... Um, symbiotic relationship like a small fish and a big shark situation does he should he actually have a better chance of what he has and that's what i want to ask warren you can jump in here first i, I suppose yes to what you're saying it, it probably would have um sorry i was just reading the, the post uh, the comment um I was going to agree with Sean. Yeah. You can read it. Every time oh, yeah, it says a... agree with Sean, I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very bright white bar that pops up. So um, just caught my attention. Uh, no, no, I, yeah. I, I agree with you in that. If, if he, if he uh, changed his, I guess, dialogue, if you can put it that way, to what he said to the jury and how he approached the, maybe the last couple of weeks or yeah. few episodes, I've been worded, then yes, I think not. Yeah, I mean, he's in probably one of the better positions he could have been, top three. Uh, yeah. Final three, sorry. But then, yes, I agree. With that process change, he probably would have been a bit more in control without others really knowing and pulling a little bit more string than kind of relying on maybe if I just uh, over-deliver my point of view of how I think I should be viewed, it may have come out a bit better for him. And uh, he might have been in the one, in a better position because, for example, he might have won the challenge and be able to say, look, I still won the final two, the more important ones, this and that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree with you in that sense. I think he played a good game, but just really great game. Just, I suppose, it's those finer details, if you want to put it that way. It's that... just probably, probably not the game to win this season when you're comparing who he played up, like who he played and who the jury yeah. was. Maybe, like, and I suppose maybe that's the question. Does he win in a newbie season? 
does he have more of a chance in the UB season? Sean, if you had to play and you didn't know any difference and he pitched what he pitched, would you give him your vote? Um, uh, difficult to tell. I mean, in that final in in this season, I, I would I would definitely be voting for Dino. But also, although like Shane spoke really well, it was it was also he spoke really well, and you could obviously seeing him trying to appeal to everyone's emotions. But it was quite confusing when he just says he's in the shadows and he's learned all these tactics on how to like <laughs> subtly manipulate, but he doesn't ever give examples. So yeah. I was thinking, if you if you if you've done this, if you if you think you've even if you think you've done this, make make Dino argue the point why it was his move and it wasn't your move, but just to say like I managed this game by tactics that I'd learned to work in the shadows for me is not a strong argument. Like unless they're concrete examples that said, okay, on this vote, like these people came with me and I did. You, you got to give some sort of examples because Dino's were quite clear and everyone kind of assumed that he was running some of the votes and he had, he had played a good social game and everyone viewed him as a threat. They didn't view Shane as a threat. So tell people what you did. Don't some this like shadow thing, but not even concrete examples. I don't think yeah. he would have got my vote with that. It was, it was a, a weird, a, a different approach to, to, to how to get the votes to, to, you know, start picking out people and, and, and telling yeah. them how you, well, you had built relationships yeah. with them and stuff like that, but no real strategy talk. I don't know. You're yeah, making me think of Kalani when she suddenly rocked up and said, I planned all of this. But you know what? Actually, <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 but, but hang on, but hang on. But I do think if Kalani makes it to the end, we'll hear more of these, these plans come to the forefront, whether or not it was her doing, but we would have heard something. And I think that's the, that was exactly the point that he was missing in the game. He really went the emotional route. I know Dead coming up there saying he went the pity vote, or it wasn't the pity vote. He couldn't win a pure strategy, so he, uh, he had to pitch his, pitch his social game. And I think the social game is an interesting one, but he didn't even come out right and say social. He was trying to just show the relationship he had with people, but he didn't specifically say, I played a social game, but the, these are the decisions I made to play the social game, if that makes sense. And that's what was lacking in terms of what you're saying there, Sean. And that's the interesting one. Maybe again in a newbie season where this isn't a thing, but this is a game of retu- returnees, and they're going to scrutinize every little facet. And I think... What Dino has done so well throughout the entire season is he wasn't afraid to play up the emotions. And not saying all the emotions weren't genuine, not saying that at all, but there were times and situations where he knew he was going to go and he played it up and he played that, that, that face that he pulls. And he did it in the right moments. And the conversation he's having with Marion, for example, the one about where you know Kirsten's telling him, no, got to think about outside the game. As much as that is the truth, he's playing that up to try and manage the situation and still get a vote from Marion. And I think that's that's the sort of level of dark arts that Dino was playing at that Shane just wasn't on the same radar. Warren, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think if, uh, Dean was. I think Dean clicked quite quickly, especially when Marion uh, was pretty outright upfront at the final tribal council that she was pissed off with him and hurt, and he basically understood she he wasn't getting her vote. I think at that point, and I'm not saying he wasn't genuine about the fact that he was upset that he hurt her and the way she felt. But he's not stupid. He's not stupid. So he was clever enough to click and say, "Okay, I do. And you twist this a little bit, and make it so there's less damage towards me, so I don't look this way." Because everyone was a fan of Marion. Everyone loved Marion. So if Marion turns left, everyone may look a little left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he, he he changed it a bit. Not saying, like I said, not saying it's not genuine, but uh, he understood what was what was happening and. Uh, a, or played accordingly. I think with Shane, 
is one, at least from my point of view, he play, He said a lot of how everyone changed him, uh, which is fine. But he did, as Sean was saying, he didn't really stipulate what he did to change anyone else or the mo movement within the actual game itself socially. You're just telling everyone else, oh, yeah. you made me a better person. Great. But how did he min go through everything and weave his way in between to get to where he is now, apart from winning a couple or well, one challenge? Yeah. And again, it just yeah, I think so. No, so. No, sorry, Sean. It just brings us back to the point where Olankos says, you know, if we're going to give the golden spear, maybe it is Kirsten who deserves it, Jeff, because she got him to snap back to reality and make the right decision because he was hypnotized by Marion's sit with the best plan. Sean? Yeah, I'm, I'm undecided. I don't, I'd, love, I'd love to know which, which aspect of that was true and which one wasn't because I, I remember saying a few episodes ago that um, him coming out, uh, outright and saying like he wants to sit next to the best in the final two and he wants to win it. I said oh, that doesn't seem like a good strategy. Not many people will do that faced with the money. So you know, great strategy uh, throwing your fiance under the bus and just blaming her for everything because it's one some sort of sympathy vote. You know, just say oh look, I wanted to take you, but you know, I wasn't allowed. Like, I wasn't allowed. You know, the boss said the boss said she wants the money. Like, like, yeah. I don't know. Guys, I, I'm going I'm I'm to throw a spanner in the works here. I think um, LaRue and the crew need to get a shout-out because I think what I really liked about, yes, we're watching Survivor, and yes, it is a local production. It's, and and it's, what's quite interesting is the fact that it was shot, shot locally. And, Sean, I've asked you this before. You know, would it be worthwhile of them going back overseas? But what I kind of like in terms of what they've done this season, it kind of makes people watching going, no, I want to play Survivor, but I want to go to the same location, and I want to do it better than the guys that played it in terms of my opinion. But what I liked even further was the fact that they brought the wildlife situation in with regards to the rhinos and the rhino conservation. And they didn't just show it and say, this is a reward, like it normally gets done. They actually pinpointed the names and they're saying, here's the charity, go donate if you want to go support them. And here's the situation. I thought that was nice tying into Survivor and surviving and how we can also help other creatures on this planet survive. Warren? No, no, I agree. I agree. That was a cool, a cool part. I, I do actually, well, it's a debit order. <laughs> Money does go out every month for uh, rhino poaching and stuff from my side. So uh, I appreciated that whole process they did and what they went through. And that it wasn't just, as you said, a screen grab in a sense. And just said, look, this is what you're going to do. Have fun while we watch them back at camp try to manipulate their way to the end. Uh, it was partially educational, obviously, and showed a softer side to everyone. And that as much as this is still entertainment, and we should enjoy the show. There is, there's more things happening behind the scenes, and we should take note and focus on that. And then, with like you said, with the surviving part of it, uh, it all kind of came together nicely with animal, the rhino poaching, and how to help fix it and change that, and then bring them back to reality and say, "Can okay, I go back to your dirt camp?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so weird to to think that we we all watched that and had such differing opinions. Because I was thinking, this is what. What does this have to do with Survivor? Like, I don't want to watch people on a game drive. Like, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> like, they can just. It's only because you go on so like... many, Sean. Okay, it's only because you <laughs> yeah, go know. every weekend. Yeah, yeah maybe. How many rhinos have like, you man, saved? 
but I mean, if they like, that's obviously. I mean, obviously, we you say you saying it's oh, it's for South Africa and to explore. That's a that's an absolute. Uh, that's just a promotion that those people pay, which I suppose is good for the country and stuff like that. But the, I mean, the resort side of it, the rhino poaching, cool. We raised awareness, but maybe just have an ad in the beginning. I don't know. It was. It's not why I watch the other, but maybe it, maybe it <laughs> does some good. Would you prefer them? Physically chasing down the rhino as a duo, with and a GoPro yeah, or something, you know, some <laughs> with some action with a syringe, with a syringe to put it put it sleep. I just I just thought it was <laughs> like a, I said. I just thought it was Sean a weird is, addition. Like Sean is our concrete. He's our stone. You know, one day when they're gonna build a statue on Survivor, if Sean ever plays, he's gonna be that statue face. Not because of he's earned the right, but just because of his emotions. Hey, right? Am I right there, Sean? <laughs> Maybe, but I, you see, I don't know. That's why it's so weird. I was, I'm always, I'm always intrigued to hear your guys' opinions and differing opinions. Because when I'm seeing this, I'm going like, this is, this is just a, a boring game drive. And they, they're gonna. <laughs> okay, but then based on you know, our response, are you somewhat swayed, or you still feel it's BS from outside? No, because even even when no I watched BS, it, I was like, no okay, uh, yeah. No even when I watched it, I was like, okay, cool. They they're raising some awareness for rhinos. Hopefully, it does some good. But the yeah. the showing the resort and everything has nothing to do with that sort of conservation. That's just that's just paid advertising that they're showing in the middle of the show because wow. I assume they get paid more than showing it in the front. Because obviously, but without that, we those, don't get to watch those, Survivor, Sean. So that's the most important thing. Let's do the thing that agreed, makes it right. You, so we can keep seeing the show. So that's the thing. So I don't know if you want me to judge the, <laughs> as the auditor or or viewer because as an auditor, maybe maybe I like that. Maybe take as much money as you can. Put adverts right in the middle. <laughs> I was just as a viewer, <laughs> as six, a viewer, I don't want to see six that. minutes of ads right in the middle. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, just but I, I want to throw Phil's name out as well. We need to talk about Phil's game largely because he goes out, but he doesn't just go out. He goes out swinging, and yes, he's not going to win the golden spear. But the game that he played was arguably, I mean, if, if we got to, forget about the winner, forget about who makes it to the end, right? And I know the conversation is if you've won, you played the best game, yada, yada, yada. But when we're looking at a Phil versus a Marion versus a Dino, if you had to put them all three at Tribal Council and they all made it to the end, who would you be backing? Um, Marion, Phil, and Dino. Yeah. Three of them, like I said, I mean, again, like I'm not... Uh, judging as a viewer, I would probably go full if he made it to the final one. Um, I think he like he like it's, diff- it's difficult. It's difficult with the challenge one because you know he he does get pegged as this challenged beast who they they don't want to keep around for the endurance thing. But what do you what do you do in a challenge? Like you might think every week is gonna or every vote or every tribal council might be your last one. How do you not give it your all every challenge? And I'm sure they all giving it all. He's just beating them i don't think i don't know like i don't think anyone's throwing those challenges so i don't, I don't know what what you sort of expect from him to not win it like you know it wears they if he didn't win the 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 one before or the one he won like if he didn't win that one he would have been voted out anyway so he has to ca- carry on winning but his stra- strategic game up till then was really good even i thought that plan of um the four of them if they could Obviously, he didn't really have Dino on his side, um, but you know, if if they could convince Marion to vote for one of them and and Shane to vote for the other one, and they each and they both voted um, whoever didn't win the immunity out, I thought that was a good a good play. Um, but obviously, I think Dino Dino and Full both knew that they weren't taking each other to final two, so uh, 
you know, then then you have to go against Phil in the endurance challenge. So that was sort of never yeah. an option for Dino. But it was still strategically a good move. Dino just knew he probably couldn't beat Phil on endurance. And then Phil, the same as Dino, was not going to take um, what he thought was the best player. He was going to take the oak he thought he could win against. Fair enough, Warren. I know, I know D- Sean, Sean's got a huge admiration from the physical side of the game, and I think that's the point that Phil really <laughs> dominated. Really dominated, but maybe the timing of that domination wasn't well-stretched because there's only so much you can do. Once you start winning all the challenges, you have to win all the challenges. We spoke about that. We actually thought that might be Dino's, Dino's instance, and what he did was, to a certain extent, and I'm, I'm sure if we had this conversation with Dino, not saying outright that you know he could beat him all the time, but I think to a certain extent he downplayed what he could do in challenges and let let Phil be that shield. Or maybe he didn't. I don't know in terms of what your opinions are there. But Warren, what do you think? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he downplayed on his side to let him win. I think he because like they were saying, once you get to, what tops you know final six, final seven type thing, you're 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 worried. Your paranoia kind of kicks in. So I think. Regardless, they're all trying as hard as they can. Uh, mm. It just maybe one's a bit, bit more energy, has a bit more energy, one's a bit better. I wanted to ask you guys, would you say Phil's season, would you link it to Chappie's last year? Last season, sorry? Or, or not in terms of how it Ooh. kind of played out? That's a good question. Based on the Challenge B situation the, yeah. the and everything, and obviously his, his strategy all the way until it didn't work, obviously. Sean, before I, I go, Phil had a bit, I think uh, I think Phil had a better strategy. Like Chappies yeah. was 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 scrambling quite a bit uh, um, pre-merge, uh, and then you know he was on the cusp of being voted out uh, a few times, and then it kind of settled post-merge, and then obviously um, obviously he just started dominating challenges, so it wasn't really yeah. an issue anymore. Whereas Phil, um, he, he found himself on the wrong end of the tribe swap numbers-wise managed to make that work you know he came came through or fought his way through to merge you know had a good game going through and then like he said in that final one obviously the challenge wins have something to do with it but that was the first time anyone ever wrote his name down if he was correct i didn't actually fact check in there but uh, <laughs> um, if that, that was correct you know yeah, well, he didn't see his name know, written down it. on any parchment before he actually got voted out yeah, Dylan, Dylan Faree in the comments, he's our survivor historian. He can go check that out. Just if you're not following him on Twitter already, the man's got all the facts, so go check that out. Um, but Olank was saying, in the last two seasons, had Fire making it four and final three would have maybe had Chappies and full win. So if we did have the Fire making challenge, then you, you're giving the sort of challenge beast guys a chance at winning. But then again, it becomes no doubt. But to Sean's point, I do think... You know, Phil had a lot more about his game than what Chappies did last season, whereas Chappies was all about survival. Phil was still playing the game in a lot of different ways. But when we're looking at the game, the three of them played again. I know Sean, Phil saying outright he's the MVP. We've got Oded saying the same thing. Phil's his season's MVP and Chizzy Points winner. Shout out to Shannon Gus, who has the Chizzy Points charts. If you don't know what that is, go check that out. Um, he's saying final three had enough str- strategically and socially, plus physically, and he's funny which can do a lot in Final Tribal Council. So do you guys think, if we, fan favorite hasn't been nominated yet, who's going to take that? I'm still going with my initial prediction of Phil. Warren? I th- put, okay, put it this way. If I think about Survivor Season 9, regardless of Dino Dean, winning, because it's obviously the freshest thing in my head, the, yeah. the player that pops in my head first is Phil. Yeah. 
and I think best confessionals, nine. arguably. But I do, I do want to say that in terms of the game that Marion played, the game that Dino played, and Phil played, these are three different players that generally, if you ever enter Survivor, and to everyone watching and those that want to be playing Survivor again, one of the questions I do tend to ask you is what kind of player do you want to play like? And I know without a shadow of a doubt that these are three names that are going to be thrown out when people are auditioning and saying, I want to play a full game, a Dino game, and a Marion game. All three very different but strong sort of versions of how we've elevated the game to the next level. Gentlemen, it is that time to vote for our Golden Spear. Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay, I'm going to count yeah. down from five in the comments. Drop your Golden Spears in the comments. Five, four, three. Forget my fingers. It's because I don't have my green screen with me. Two, <laughs> one. Say the name. Dino. 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 Well done, Dino. You won our Golden Spear for the final week of Survivor. Um, it is now time, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about that moment that people don't really want their names to be thrown around in, but we're going to do it anyway. And um, Sean, obviously, Warren did the Golden Spear. You want to take us away with the next one? Yeah, a wooden spoon. <laughs> So now, my goodness, gentlemen, the wooden spoon time. This is a difficult time because there weren't many people to choose from. And really, mm. one person made a costly decision that obviously threw their game out the window. And who's this person? Sean. Uh, for me, I, uh, you know, I might even give it to, to all four of them um, in that challenge. I mean, that memory of theirs is, is you got four on one. Four on one. No, three on four on one. Yeah. And they they couldn't uh, they couldn't remember the sequence and somehow Phil working by himself won the challenge even though the, all the other people had the advantage no sorry three on one um, so yeah I don't know like that that for me was was a mistake especially I suppose that cost Kalani the biggest because she ended up going home that vote and all she had to do was make sure well all of them had to do was make sure Phil didn't win it and they were. They were all good, and he ended up winning it. So I would say probably Kalani, because even when Phil, she knew the plan was to vote Phil out. So at all costs, they were trying to stop him from winning the challenge. He then um, he then won, and Kalani didn't do much in terms of uh, you know trying to sway the the decision. Hmm. Warren? No, no, you're thinking, I, long, I, I, you're thinking long and hard about this, or no, no, I'm, I, didn't know you, I didn't know. I didn't know if you were going to start speaking. Uh, no, no, I, I agree with uh, Sean in the fact that we kind of can't give it. I mean, I saw someone say Marion because it couldn't make it to final two. I understand. Uh, I would go with Kalani in the end, mostly just because if you look at the multiple episodes or shows, the one who's goat kind of premise that came up, I feel that. The least one of the least impactful players, at least I feel, was her, and especially at the end, all all the way up until the end, and then just kind of gone. That's just uh, I agree with him in that sense. If it has to be down to the final three players, then I agree with. Uh, I didn't see who put it up, Marion, and the fact that she thought she had it on lock in a sense, and then they sat the end. He was like, "No, nah, sorry, I can't take you because you'll win." <laughs> but in terms of uh, the whole week, then I would say Kalani because she was obviously, yeah. Was kicked out before the that section there. 
All right, we got uh, Atua Ponga. He's the man again. Three chains. That intro track that you listened to in the beginning, by the way, is all the way from New Zealand, and he's watching this live with us right now. So thank you very much, sir. We appreciate you. But he's saying yes. Wooden spoon to everyone who lost to Phil when they were all against Phil. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fair enough. Like they let you all turn against him, and they lost. So I think we can't argue that too much. Yeah, is, that a, is this a, is this the first group's wooden spoon? Yeah, well, why not? Yeah, well, I mean. it's the last episode. <laughs> by the way, is this. I can't remember. I know we just had it. Was was this Dino's first golden spear? No, no, it's one one. No, before. I think he had one. Yeah, one. Okay, I was, I was going to say you had to win the game to get golden spear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no he, he did well. He did well. He just okay, edged yeah. full out. Actually, the one, the biggest loser on TNO is arguably full because he's just missed out. He hasn't walked away with anything, except possibly fan favorite. Oh, Lanko is saying Shane should get the wooden spoon for not keeping Kalani and voting Dino out. That's a valid point. That's a very, very valid point because at the end of the day, if we are looking at what Shane did and how he got to the end, if you are going to go to the end in that way, look, either way, he makes it to the end and in his mind, he's successful. But if you are going to get to the end, why not take someone you can potentially, you know, beat? And I don't think that works out. So good shot there, Olan Kuss. Okay, we're going to count down from five. Gentlemen, are you ready for this? Do we have a name? Are we settled? <laughs> are, we, are we settled? Are we settled on all the names here? Yeah? All right. Uh, you five. Are, I can't even, yeah. Four, three, two, I can't remember all the names now. One. So Marion, Shane, Shane, Kalani, and Marion. Kalani, all four of you. All four of you get the wooden spoon for not being able to beat Phil in that one challenge. There we go. There we go. Full, well, full there, there might be another, <laughs> another, there from another first Sorry. time for Dino. Dino to receive wooden spoon and golden spear. And golden spear on the same episode. That's only because he's winning everything. <laughs> the car, the 80k, the 2 million, possibly fan favorite. We might as well give him the wooden spoon too and the golden spear. There we go. Well done, Dino. <laughs> Just cleaning up on all fronts. Okay. Um, we got Brewer7 St. Kalani claimed move that she didn't make. Yes, yes. Yeah, there, was, there was many things that she, she claimed. But to be fair, I mean, we, we don't know the full story. I mean, it would be cool to get her in studio and see how it played out. Um, but yeah. anyway, we're going we're gonna to move on. Um, Warren, do your introduction here for this, sir. Uh, for everyone, this is the Skull Rating, rate number one to five. What do you think this week's episodes of Survivor are worth? Five being best, one being worst. And no halves. <laughs> no halves. <laughs> All right, Sean, kick us away. What, what do you think's happening here? I think I might disappoint you and uh, maybe some of the viewers, but I'm definitely not going full skulls. Um, so that, uh, you see, maybe, I don't know, when, when you said it, I had a little bit more sympathy, but then I saw in the comments Dylan Farina said that that was filmed um, from end January to beginning of March. So... You know, my, my sympathy towards COVID restrictions sort of wanes a bit towards end of March. But uh, for me, that final episode, um, the, the Tribal Council and the recap or whatever you call it, recap reunion thing, wasn't as good as they normally are, you know. Not not that it wasn't live, but, you know, it's nice to have the screen up. They go, they go through, they show maybe funny moments. They show they could have shown when Dino fell yeah. in the fire. They could have had, you know, recap the the season a bit. Like I like. A, like wait, hang on, hang on, Warren. I like how he says, "Okay, there weren't any funny moments." You know, they could have shown Dino falling in the fire. Uh, dude, what, what is going on here, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, was, well, keep yeah. 
<laughs> it was objectively funny. You fell okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, as you were, yes, keep going there. <laughs> no, so I mean that 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 one took me like a bit by surprise that they were having it um, right there. Whether they read, I thought they were just going to do sort of the votes there, read it out, and then you know come back to like a live studio where they would recap the season. So they had that opportunity to. To to do that, how they normally recap it, where they bring everyone, you know, like I said, show show those hilarious moments of of Shona getting tackled and Dino falling in the fire, um, but you know they couldn't. Although they did show, did they show the Shona one? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I thought that the the final episode wasn't that great. I wasn't as much of a big fan of the the whole um, that whole reward thing. Uh, that it, it seemed to take too long for me. Um, with the with the rhinos and the game drives and stuff like that, so I think that's what brought it down for me. But um, other other than that, I thought it was a, a great week. Um, but but not not it won't get my f- full skulls. Though. But I'm glad I, I listened to the episode last week and you guys gave them full skulls. So so at least I got one week of <laughs> full skulls. Of All right, that's because you weren't on the show. Let's be honest. Okay, Warren, what are you? Doing? No, you weren't under you weren't under pressure. Okay, yes. Um, in regards to that thing, I, that's what I said in the beginning is the ending kind of, like, kind of caught me off guard because of the whole situation that they changed. Um, maybe that's why it became two million because they didn't have to now rent out a studio, wait three weeks, do all the thingies. They saved money. Yeah. They're like, here's your extra pocket of cash that we're not using now. Bye, Cloudy. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe they, maybe they you, made that money from that resort. They made that money from the resort. Yeah, yeah, exactly from that thing. Um, I think. Sorry, I actually lost my train of thought. Now. I think it would. No, I think it was good overall. I I agree with the ending whole process. It's something we're used to. The whole big spectacle of it, and it was a bit strange, I suppose. But based on circumstances, regardless of when COVID kind of was finished teetering off or not. <laughs> The chances are, when they planned this at that stage, this is what they had to schedule, and that was it. Yeah. Um, so they just carried on with it. it. In regards to this, I spoke to not specifically this, but I spoke to Claudia a while back when they did merge. Just see, if, I want to see if Sean agrees with me. When they, uh, who was it, Palessa, who got voted out, right, just before merge. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Yes, her. Yeah. I I said to him, for me, that moment uh, almost depleted. The, the the sequence because they took such a very sad moment for everyone to reflect and think and they threw it away and did merge and everyone just kind of changed their mood rather than maybe doing it the next day at the challenge or something. It's just something I kept in my mind. I felt very uh, like I just stopped enjoying that moment. It just seemed very false. All of a sudden everyone kind of forgot she existed. That kind of, anyway, that was just something that was stuck in my head because of tribal council. But based on this thing, I would say for, I would say for me, uh, it was my one of my favorite weeks, apart from yep. uh, I think last week. Oh uh, wow! Regardless, regardless of your uh, opinions, Sean, on rhinos, <laughs> apparently you hate animals. <laughs> no. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> so there's that. Everyone knows uh, the rhinos are getting poached. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you were, as you were, yeah. I I also felt a bit weird with it, but I understand the end, and I thought <laughs> for what they had to deal with, regardless of COVID restrictions, I think it was pulled together very nicely. 
Yeah, and I think that's a good good shot there. I mean, Warren, when we look at Mikaela saying four skulls, we've got Alex giving four skulls. Odette saying for sure it's a global top 10, and that's largely because Mr. Pongo, through change over here, giving a great sort of – sorry, my button's not working. Ah, there we go. There we go. Saying top 10 season of all time in the history of Survivor on any – continent so johnny Fairplay approved and i think this is the point of where the game's at um we had one or two other americans that i know that have watched they haven't watched survivor in a while and they watched the south african one and they were like jeepers it's almost like they had to relearn survivor in terms of what is capable in terms of how the strategy is elevated and that is saying something from where south african season oh, so the south african survivor seasons were to where it's gone to now and they've elevated they've taken to new heights personally speaking i think if you're looking overall and you know sean this is where, you know, I'm the, the good cop, you're the bad cop, and Warren right now is being the, the drought sitter, the man on the fence, giving a decent review there. <laughs> but from my side, what i got to look at, i got to look at everything. I think there was huge improvement in terms of how they use sound throughout the series. They really touched use at the right sort of points. It made added more drama to it, made it more exciting, especially more the emotional parts. They drew that out a little bit. I thought the editing was clever. When, when sort of chats were being had with regards to – uh, alliances and funny moments they cut at the right times. I thought the challenges in particular, Sean, challenges here, there were a lot of Easter eggs for diehard Survivor fans where they've taken the best of other challenges from other seasons and they made a little bit of a remix and I thought the execution was quite good. So from my side, I think it's the best one that has come out of South Africa or it's the best season South Africa has produced as a whole. Um, so, But for the week in particular, yeah, maybe four skulls. But if we look at the entire season, I'm going to give it a full five. And if you want to give it a half skull, five and a half in the comments, you've got to speak to Warren about that yet again. Warren, not impressed. What, okay, know what I'll do? Know what I'll do? I know the season's over, but what I'll do is if people want, instead of half, because why, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do gold skulls. So okay. it can be full five gold. So it's okay, either if you if you if you go above four, it's not four and a half. You either four or five. If you give it five, it's five gold, and I'll make five gold ones just to put on Twitter. <laughs> How's that also, for a deal? Is that five? I think that's a good deal. <laughs> if if everyone if everyone can agree that the season deserves a five out of five, then Warren will do that. But uh, we've also got Brewer Seven saying the game drive in Rhino was a free advert to pay for Dino's eighty k boat trip honeymoon there, Sean. Also, Sean Olanko saying, saying um, will there be another season? And Sean, are you entering? The people are asking. They're asking the question. No way, Zach. Not after talking so much shit about Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think they're going to come for you hard there? Anyway, right. I'm going to come down from five. Um, and we're going to give us our roll. Uh, what else? I'm going to say roll. Skull rating. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. And four. Four. Five. Ah, four and a half. God damn it. Okay, so everyone's five. saying four. Okay, wait. So well, let's, see. let's see. Well, let's see what the Survivor Gods have in store for us, shall we? Okay. Actually, sorry, even... I am five. I am five. No, no, Instagram. no, no, no. I'm five. No, no, I did five. Instagram. You, you he manipulated my mind. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can go. everyone just go hamara mahamara and let's 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 speak to the Survivor Gods quickly? What's our Survivor Gods chant? Come on, T N O. Can we can we get that? Can we get that quickly? T N O. <laughs> T-N-O. T-N-O. <laughs> there you have it. The gods have <laughs> wrong, spoken. John. Five, wrong, John. John. You are no. wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> right, gentlemen. Storm's <laughs> brewing. And I know this is the part of the show where we talk about what is to come. 
and um, where we make predictions. In our in this sort of point, it's pretty much what we think is going to happen next for Survivor SA, and let us see what that's going to be all about. Warren, kick us off here, sir. What do you think is coming our way for Survivor SA? Definitely not three million rand. <laughs> unless, and, uh, <laughs> unless it takes place over six days uh, yeah. and they show them all but from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. and then that's it uh, I, I think based on the success uh, I would say social social media success of this and just general yeah I suppose the general success even internationally it wasn't this one also part of like Australia watched this one or something yes, broadcast wise so yep. I think internationally it's obviously um ticked a lot of boxes and so locally it's a big success obviously so i think i think we're definitely in for a season 10 win i don't know but uh <laughs> um once let's take a step back but um we will let's nice see. comment there dylan we're not gonna we're not gonna say it out loud yet but if anyone wants to go have a look at this comment share you, this facts, more than facts don't care about feelings okay Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I think there'll be I think there'll be season ten when not sure. Uh, there will. I think the the reason they may take a bit of time to do one is purely just because this they stepped the bar up quite high for this one yeah. uh, as uh, suddenly unexpectedly very very good. I mean I remember last season you and I even spoke and there were pop, many parts of season that were like eh, kind of like our Sean is about most of the episodes. So. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so, uh, but this one had a lot of, um, I think it stepped up the game a lot and they're going to have to take their time to, uh, I think they're going to have to strategize, if we put it that way, put it together, but try and make it a bit more robust, but not overdo it. I hope that's what, I think that's what they're going to try and do to keep it a good balance, but just elevate it a little bit more. And uh, obviously, which is the goal in general, but uh, I think so. I just... I don't think they're going to do out return of any outcasts. I think it'll be a brand new set. Yeah. All right. I agree. That's fair. I would actually be. I'd actually Sorry. be very curious to. I'd be very curious to see um, what. Or to, reading Alex's comments, that's what actually I was going to touch on. Whether, how like okay, we obviously judging this as as viewers, but what were the ratings? I'd love to. I'd love to know this season compared to the previous season with their new format of being four in one in one week. As opposed to, you know, the the normal one, and I think that's that maybe touches on your point, Warren, to to why maybe last season felt that they at, at sections it felt a bit slow. Because I in in my comments over these podcasts, I've said a few episodes have been slow, but maybe you just don't notice because you're getting one every day. That you you know when you look back at the week, you say, sure, a lot a lot has happened, but you know that's been four episodes. If that was four weeks of that happening so it was definitely like a couple of episodes where you thought okay not much happened that episode so if that was a whole week you know they might have stuck in your mind a bit more but I'd, I'd be very curious to see um how they did commercially as well as in the ratings or i suppose those two are linked but um how they did compared to the previous season you know internationally and locally because it, it was a completely different format i couldn't really tell you know um just just you know with with my friends and everything like that some people didn't even know survivor was 
was sort of happening. So, but maybe they're just not survivor fans. So, um, I'd be very. Well, Sean, I blame you for that, sir, because you you're on a show, you're on (laughs) the show. In fact, you should be getting people to watch this. So, yeah, you got actually you one, not even half a skull for that. Come on, sir. (laughs) Well, that's what I was. I was telling them about this amazing show. (laughs) They'd have to watch. They'd have to watch Survivor first. So it's quite a big buy-in to watch the show. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, but according to Olankos, if you compete, maybe we'll get more buy-in. But yes, I, I do think what's interesting, <laughs> format changed. Obviously, I don't know how much of it was in terms of catering to the Australian audience larger because we have been showing reality TV shows from Australia into Africa, and those are daily formats when you look at the block as an example. So maybe they were trying to see, cool, well, let's fit Survivor SA in. But this is the only slot that we had, so we're going to have to play it out like this. From my understanding, it wasn't intentionally meant to be a four-episode-a-week sort of a season, but it's kind of something that was told to them after it was shot. Now, I can be uh, stand corrected if someone comes out and says otherwise, but that's as far as I'm aware. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is we also got to understand from a global audience perspective. I know if we look at the ratings locally, yes, maybe locally, we're not getting as much buy-in. But what we're looking at is the the... Diehard survivor community is growing, and that's an important factor, number one. But number two, we have foreigners that are looking now. We've got Americans that are looking, that support the show in and out, that are looking at this going, this is a really good season of survivors. So my longevity sort of sustainability standpoint for Survivor SA would be hypothetically to go find another investor. And I think if, if the producers are putting their heads together, they'll maybe, uh, this is me just thinking and saying out loud my thoughts here, but the best thing would be to find other guys that they can shoot this independently and they can keep going. Uh, because why, for sorry, us to why, wait, why do they need to find another investor? Do, am I out of the loop well, here? Well, no, no, no. It's just based on the comments. Of what we're looking at the comments, people saying, you know, Mnet don't have buy-in. And the issue is there's a lot of restrictions. So we've got the guys that are creating the show. And the show in particular is created by fans. And this is why we're getting what we, we're seeing. But if I'm still backing the show and this is my money, I still have a lot of say. And there's sort of decisions that get made. And therefore, last minute spanner in the work that says, hey, you've got to do four episodes a, a week instead of one episode a week. Not saying that it didn't work in this case. It was still a success in my opinion. But I'm saying for me personally, I think they'd be, they'd be better off finding someone else to try and buy into the idea. I don't know, potentially like a Netflix. Warren, what do you think? Uh, I suppose uh, they would... You see, you would fall into the same thing, but you'd fall into the same trap if, if you picked a Netflix because Netflix releases everything at once. So you'd fall into the same trap of like a binge of a whole... 19 episodes in what three days so for those people yeah. who are heavy into it so you, you're on that chat but uh there was something you said now that i wanted to um jump on top of it uh, uh escaped my mind now i think uh you know look they would have to look elsewhere in terms of emnet oh, that's what i wanted to ask you was last season also at six o'clock no so this it one was earlier it was at half past seven yeah, it was at half, hence our shows at half past seven. Yeah. So what's also what's quite interesting is Alex saying, you know, the premiere had 43% less viewership compared to last season. And again, another valid point by Brewer saying, you know, this season was pirated. And that's sure. also the difference here. A lot of people have gotten their hands on this. So a lot more people technically, I'm very curious to see the numbers in terms of how we can actually accurately address this because I think a lot more people watched it. But I don't think that the people watched it through the channel of who is actually investing into the show. And that's cause for concern. So then it would be a, a triple threat in a sense. If you look at it based on what this, uh, what this kind of 
became is maybe because of the one pirating, so maybe there was a contract clause with the situation that there's less viewership, so maybe something happened financially, so they changed things, a format, a layout. But stipulation, maybe Australia side, they like it this way, and that's our bigger market currently. And yeah. the fact that they changed the viewing time, I for something like Survivor, homemade, homegrown, local production, local everything, sound, what what what, should that not be prime time? Should that not be where everyone is at home, not potentially stuck in traffic? Yeah. So, so and again, I, and I think that that kind of. You know, it's to the point again where these people, like whoever's funding it, now they're making the call. You've you've shot this thing, you've put it together for these diehard fans, but you've gone okay, cool. Now you're gonna make four episodes a week, and and also it's not gonna be half or seven prime time anymore. It's gonna be six six o'clock. People haven't even left the office yet. Uh, Sean, you the auditor. Well, I mean, what time do you average on average leave the office? Uh, yeah, after after six. I I didn't watch one of these live. Um, so you see. So that's that's why I was surprised by by the timing. I, I I think I spoke to you after the first episode. You know, got back and when it premiered, and and I was like, oh, it's like half past seven. Let me let me see what what time Survivor's on, and it had already been shown. So I, I was shocked at the time. It seems very early, definitely not the prime time. That obviously, I mean, that must have had an impact. They they have those prime times for a reason. Whether people watch it on catch up now more these days, maybe the the introduction of DSTVs, or I don't know how they count viewers, but maybe the introduction of DSTVs one streaming limit might have had an impact as well, because that also took into effect um, after uh, one April, which was obviously before this thing started showing. So yeah, I don't know. It would be difficult, uh, but that's what I'm saying. It would be very interesting to see how this format, this new time, how that played out. Um, um, and and you know. And that's a fair point. I mean, if we're looking at what Lundquist is saying, you're saying it was free to watch on Templar Australia, but not in SA. It makes no sense. And that would be an interesting sort of um, data collection starting point going, well, what were the views like in Australia? That would be interesting from my perspective. Because then again, it gives more, then it's like, why not just take the show and just get them to produce it if it did really well there? <laughs> so it's an interesting sort of question. But I suppose just to round it off, gentlemen, should there be another season? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. So. Always, always like Survivor. Are you oh, sure? Was... sure. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? I feel like, I feel like we we need to have a, a proper talk because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, gents. And um, on that note, I think you guys were in the same WhatsApp group, there, same wavelength. You both said yes at the same time. We need another episode or another season of Survivor, rather. Sorry, that is the wrong sort of topic there. We're going to head to the final thoughts. If you have not liked, subscribed, commented, told your uncle's brother's best friend, you suck. Remember that. You, you must do the right that, thing. Tell them that yeah? they suck. Yeah, they suck. We've got to tell them that they come. Yeah. Let's the grow the tribe. This is, the, this is the final episode of TNO for the season. Um, drop your comments below and let us know where we can improve things, any sort of ideas that you might have for us, and we'll take it on board and we'll see what we can do. Um, Sean, what are your final thoughts? Um, yeah, my final thoughts, I'd say it was, a, it was a great season. It was better than I thought. Um, I thought in the beginning it was, I don't know if it was going to live up to my expectations, but it really was a good season, played out really well, lots of strategic gameplay, and uh, I did enjoy it, yeah. I think they should definitely have another one. It would be nice to see an all-new cast. Um, I, the returnee cast has a different element, and I'm, I'm actually not sure which one I prefer, whether the returnee or the new ones. I think I'm leaning more towards uh, the new newer cast because these 
outside relationships and, and things that everyone brings into it. It's a bit, a bit you know, difficult to discern if, if you're not in that survivor community. Yeah, fair enough. Sorry, Claudio, are you frozen or am I frozen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I was making sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with Sean and everything. It was a good season. Um, I, I preferred it more than last season. Uh, considering all the things they had to deal with, I think they pumped out probably one of the better uh, Survivor shows in general, worldwide, if you want to put it that way. It was edited, cut, production, and the way the players played. Uh, I think it was great. Hopefully they can do the same or better, and they should bring it back. I do think they should bring back the one-week one week episode, just purely so that you can gestate everything that happens. As Sean did say, it happens so much happens that... You might remember the last episode more. And I was like, oh, it's a great week. And meanwhile, nothing happened in the first three days. So yeah. I'll agree with him there, but not with the Rhino situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they should. I think it should be a season 10. Yeah, agreed. And um, to everyone you that has joined us. Want to survive a Kylisha? No. <laughs> <I'm just joking>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, maybe. I mean, it could be anyway, so um, Ponga says... We just need more survivors so you can watch more TNO. Olanko says, thank you till next time. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, Michaela, she made an appearance this season. Who knows? She might be a future co-host. Depends on what the contracts and negotiations and how they go, Warren. You're going to have to handle that sort of conversation with Michaela moving forward. We've got Dylan Faris saying, I would love Survivor SA fans versus favorites. That's actually That was actually the idea for S9. Sir, you are a Survivor's historian. Get this information out there. People will follow you just for that. And again, we've got... Mr. Ponga saying much love to you know, Yes, one episode a week means more to you know. That way, Phil <laughs> gets an easy golden spear. And yes, actually, Phil was a victim of the four episode a week. That's what he was. He's, he didn't get his golden spear for that reason. Right, gentlemen, it's been a great season. I want to say thank you so much for joining us, Warren. Your work has been incredible. Um, also, drop your comments in below in terms of how many skulls you would give TNO for this season. And uh, we'll take it from there. Thank you so much. Remember, and also, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be cool. Nail that, guys.